break it down. Down like this. Yo, 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 welcome along to Team Perfect Workout of the Week, everyone. My name is Hayden Sherman. It is great to have your company for another episode. Episode number 123, 123. And this week's episode, we're doing something fun, something with a little bit of freedom. The last three weeks, we've been working through the series of broken tempo runs, and today we just, we're just going to going to give you some choice to choose your own punishment, choose your own poison. And, um, well, no, it's not really punishment. I'm, I'm calling this one feel good freedom because I want you to choose something that's going to make you feel really good in terms of what, what this workout leads to. Now, this is one of my favorite workouts. And it's one of my favorite workouts to do about five days out from a 5K or a 10K race. Um, because it's a good chance to practice those paces, um, but it's also a good one to get the juices flowing without depleting the tank. So let me explain the workout. It's three times 30 seconds strides, so three times 30 seconds, fast but controlled. So somewhere between running or the upper end of the running spectrum, not quite into that sprinting spectrum. So three times 30 seconds at that speed, two minute jog recoveries, and then three times 1K at 5K pace. And again, uh, two minute jog recoveries. So that's three times 1K at 5K pace. Now that will be the average pace for most people. 5k pace is the default but if you'd like to crank this up and have some high intensity maybe you really want a good lung burner you could crank this up to more like 3k pace so feel free if you want to turn it in that direction likewise if you need a bit of a recovery just want to get the juices flowing maybe you're off coming off the back of a half marathon or something or a marathon a few weeks ago Maybe you want to keep this more like 10k half marathon pace and just uh, just feel good about it. So that's totally fine. Paces are up to you as a default pace. I'll say three times 1k at 5k pace, but be flexible. And after the break, I'm going to explain the why, which will give you a few more tools and how to choose the pace for you. Right, the why. The most important question we have to ask with every workout, and it's really important to understand the why, because if we don't understand the why, we can end up doing more than we're supposed to, or we can do less than we're supposed to. And the big, there's, there's two risks in terms of, of running training. Two, in the they're basically ends of the one spectrum. One risk is that you don't do enough and you don't get the most out of yourself and you've, you've left too much in the tank in terms of your training. The other one is that you do too much and you end up, end up injured um, or you do too much of the same stuff and you end up injured. You know, you're not polarizing that training enough. You're not having those easy days and those hard days. Uh, so you can end up at both ends of the spectrum. So it's important to understand why. So you can tweak this workout to fit into your week and to fit around your training goals. Okay. So I said at the top of the show that it's a feel good uh, sense of freedom that I want you to have with this workout so if you well first of all it's a shorter workout it's just three times 1k for most distance runners plus plus the strides for most distance runners this isn't a killer 
it's supposed to get things moving without really going into the well. So that last last rep should feel like, okay, we're getting into our work, but hey, we're almost done. This is this is good. And that's why I often do this in, in race week, uh, this workout, because you're not feeling like you're going into that well, but you are reminding your body and your mind that you can run run very good. You, you can run at a good clip. You can maintain this pace. So that's, that's one reason um, why I, I do this sort of workout. It's shorter, but it's also got a bit of juiciness to it. Now, in terms of where this might fit into a, a training schedule, if you're someone who is doing a, um, let's say a shorter race, particularly a 5K or a 3K, something like that coming up, you wanna tweak this more into that kind of VO2 max world where you're getting 5K pace or faster. And that'll ramp up that intensity, make it feel more like a high intensity interval session. Now, that's all good if that is your goal. Uh, and also if you want to just add some some meatiness into your into your work. Now if you are in let's say a heavy block of mileage or if you just come off a race or like I say you're tapering for a race, you might actually want to um, keep this easier um, and dial back the intensity and make it really achievable. Now if, if that's the case, you might actually be looking to uh, practice a certain pace. Um, so let's say you've got a half marathon coming up, you want to practice and get used to that half marathon pace. So that might be a reason why you would you would keep it slow as well. But this workout gives you the freedom to adapt it to your needs. It's short, it can be sharp, it can be um, just steady as well. Okay, there you go. There's the why on the workout. All right, how to tackle this workout. So choosing that pace is is really key. So for most people, you just do this at 5K pace. Now you wanna jump on the tempofit.org uh, race and pace calculator, look under running resources in the menu, and you will see the calculator punch in a recent race result or an estimate, and that will spit out your 5K uh, predicted time. And so you can work out your, your pace from that. So. That's important that you have a an accurate gauge, so we don't want you going out too fast or too slow and um, having to really chop and change. Ideally, this this workout will be pretty evenly split throughout. Um, now, if you want to take it faster, you could go up to that kind of 3K pace. Anything faster than that, and it starts to get pretty, uh, up. yeah, you're going to the well in this sort of a session. So I would max it out at 3K pace, and you'll also get that, um, that estimate on the pace calculator. And likewise, if you're going slower, uh, you should should get a half marathon um, split from the calculator as well. Now, terrain, um, ideally we want this on a flat measurable pathway where you can get re reliable feedback on those splits. And this helps to just build that, that rhythm in terms of getting used to a pace. So especially if you're using this to, let's say, get used to running at 5K pace, then you wanna make sure that you know, that first 200 meters, you're accurately getting a reading of what that 5K pace is. Um, so that means avoiding, you know, really uh, a bushy area where there might be heaps of trees and also avoiding any um, any buildings or other things that might stop your GPS from getting a good reading. Lastly, 
I'd say with the strides, uh, remember they are not sprints, they are fast controlled runs and the idea with them is to develop really good technique. So I want you to be thinking about technique, it's at the top of the workout which enables you to really hone in on that um, technique while you're fresh, it sets a benchmark for the rest of the workout and to make sure that this feel good workout um, also feels good in terms of technique. the thought for the week this week, I want to talk about that post-workout feeling. That post-workout feeling, what it's like when you finish a workout, you slow down to a walk or a jog, you do that last rep and you, you walk it off, you, is that relief of, of hitting that finish line of the last 1k um, and then you start to recover and you move back into your warm down jog and then you get that moment of immense satisfaction around what you've just done. You know maybe there's some nerves leading into the workout um, and maybe uh, you were feeling pretty, uh, working pretty hard sort of in the middle to maybe two-thirds through the workout. Um, but there's that massive sense of relief and sense of accomplishment once you're finished and going into that jog. And this is really special. It's a, you know, it, it's, it's, it's po probably, possibly the best regular feeling that I get from my running. Um, maybe, you know, I feel better after a race. If it goes well, PB race, that, that feels good when you, when you finish that, that feels very good. But there's also something about just, you know, on a weekly basis, getting this sense of accomplishment of like, I just did something hard. I just did something that I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do in a workout situation and I crushed it. I did it. I nailed it. I nailed my splits. I made it to the end. And you've got through this body of work. It's, it's kind of like, imagine an artist, you know, that maybe doing some modern art, slapping paint against the wall and it's all chaotic and, um, you know, a bit hairy for a while. And then that artist pulls back and they stand back and look at their work and what they've come up with, even though it was full of chaos at the start. Uh, and during the, the, the painting, they pull back and then it's revealed this epic piece of art. And I feel that's what it's a bit like. It's this expression of your soul because let's be honest, a workout is you making a whole bunch of choices to keep going, to go faster, to uh, improve your technique, to hit a split, to stay strong when you hit that little hill, to uh, keep that technique strong all the way to the end of the, the rep. And so there's so many choices that go in. And so all this free will that you're putting out is actually an expression of your soul. It, it, it's, it's an expression of who you are in terms of your ability to decide your fate. It's an expression of your soul. And when you get to the end of that piece of art, that piece of soul art, and take a step back and have a look at what you've just achieved, it's pretty epic. It's, it's pretty cool. And if you don't do this already, if you don't reflect on what you, what you do in the training ground and what you do in workouts and in races and take that moment to actually 
give yourself a bit of a, a, a mental pat on the back for those choices that you made. Um, you are missing out because I've, I've, I've noted down here, it's a drug. That feeling at the end of a workout is a drug. It's, it's nothing that you can buy in a store or from a drug dealer. Sorry, there's a bit of noise going in the background. I'm traveling at the moment because I'm on commentary duty. So I've pulled up in the car park to do this workout. There's some guys hanging around on a scooter, <laughs> beeping their horn anyway. Anyway, let's, so you can't get this drug from, from anywhere. You've got to make the choices, you've got to put in the work to get there. And your brain loves it. Your brain loves this stuff and it feeds off it. Your mental health feeds off it. So I would encourage you, if you're not already doing it, make sure you spend that reflection time after a workout or a long run, especially after a race, and just be grateful of those moments of um, decision, positive decision making, pushing yourself on, pushing yourself into territory you might never have been before, pushing yourself through that hard time. That's an expression of art and that piece of art is worth reflecting on. All right, there we go. That brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully next week I'm going to be back in my normal home studio and you won't have the sound of um, the New Zealand summer in the background, but it's been cool being on the road uh, following the athletic scene around the country. But... I hope that you are all enjoying your running. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you'll have fun with this workout. Have fun mixing it up, whether you go faster or slower, or just sit bang on in the middle, three times 1K at your 5K pace. Start off with those three times 30 seconds to set the mood for good technique and good movement. Okay, see you later, everyone. Happy running. <laughs> <laughs>